0: in 50s. Watch out for the potting on the roads. Watch out for downed trees. We're going to be dealing with that through tomorrow morning. The good news is, as we get into your Wednesday, temperatures back in the upper 50s. Mostly cloudy skies, but mainly dry. Maybe a little bit of drizzle. Thanksgiving looks great. A little breezy in the morning, but mid-50s and plenty of sun. Black Friday dry as well. Low 50s. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts.
1: Right now, checking the airports. 55 at Reagan National this morning. 54 BW by Marshall. 50 Dulles. 53 and holding. In our nation's capital at 159.
2: You're listening to WTOP.
0: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
2: WTOP News. Facts matter.
1: Good Wednesday morning, midweek, November 22nd. Welcome in. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up this early 2 a.m. hour, breaking overnight early morning, Israel and Hamas reach
3: a deal to free hostages. A victory for gun rights in Maryland. The governor is disappointed. I'm Dick Iuliano.
4: A new program in Prince George's County will provide funds to those
5: who need it most. I'm Valerie Ponk. Hunger is not taking a holiday. A local food bank on current needs. I'm Kate Ryan.
1: Wall Street Dell with slight movement at the Tuesday close. Asian stocks have been mainly, well, they've actually been mixed this morning, up and down. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP
2: is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com.
6: I'm Stacy Lynn. In Tel Aviv, people are reacting to word that Israel has agreed to a four-day ceasefire deal with Hamas for the release of some hostages. BBC correspondent Orla Guren is there. This evening, we have seen people gathering here uh, in the heart of Tel Aviv in a square that is full of Pictures of the hostages, Israeli flags. There is in front of me a very long table which is set with empty places for all of those who are believed to be held hostage, 239 people. And we've had supporters of the families coming. They've been singing. They've been lighting candles, hoping this deal will go through. More on that deal from CBS's Natalie Brand at the White House. Israel says
5: the government approved the outline of a plan that would initially free at least 50 hostages, women and children, over four days. During that time, Israel says a pause in the fighting will be held. It said the release of every additional 10 hostages will result
6: in one additional day in the pause. 10 Americans are said to be among the more than 200 hostages taken in the October 7th attacks. U.S. officials are watching closely for possible violence here amid the conflict in the Middle East. Here's correspondent Catherine Harris. The New York State Intelligence Bulletin points to Israeli operations against Hamas, and specifically that the increase in civilian casualties raises the likelihood that violent extremist threat actors will seek to conduct attacks against targets in the West, with New York State being a focus. Just days after an attempted coup, Sam Altman will return as CEO of OpenAI. The company just tweeted that it has an agreement in principle for him to return alongside a new board. The busiest travel day of the Thanksgiving week is here. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is at Newark Airport, where despite the big volume, things are running pretty smooth.
5: The airlines are actually operating very well, particularly given that you have some weather that has slowed down the arrival rates at some key airports across the country.
6: We are learning more about just how much crude oil spilled into the water when a pipeline leaked near the mouth of the Mississippi River. Kelly Denning is with the U.S. Coast Guard.
3: Initial engineering calculations indicated that a potential volume of crude oil that could have been released from the affected pipeline was 1.1 million gallons. An exploding
6: population of super pigs in Canada is threatening to spill into states like Minnesota, North Dakota, and Montana. The wild pigs are often crossbreeds. They're nicknamed super pigs because they can grow up to 400 pounds and run 30 miles per hour. And they say they are essentially uncontrollable. This is CBS News.
7: Nothing slows my little
0: girl down except a stuffy nose. Mommy. That's why I use Sinex Children's Saline from VIX. Sinex instantly clears mucus and everyday stuffy little noses with a gentle ultra-fine mist designed for kids. Just Sinex, breathe. Her stuffy nose is gone for now.
1: And so is she. Sinex Children's Saline. Sinex, breathe. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. WTLP 204. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, November 22nd, 2023. Any rain you see tapers as we head towards daybreak. Winds die down as well. Might still see some patchy fog. Lows in the 40s and 50s. 53 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 2 a.m. hour ride. Copying the stories we're following for you as we roll into this morning together. A federal appeals court is where we begin striking down Maryland's handgun licensing law this week. Happened on Tuesday. It's considered a victory for gun rights advocates and a disappointment, as you might
3: imagine, to Maryland Governor Wes Moore. In a two-to-one ruling, the appeals court has found that Maryland's law requiring gun buyers to submit fingerprints and take a four-hour firearm safety course is unconstitutionally restrictive. Mark Pennick, president of the gun rights group We Shall Issue, which brought the lawsuit, says the ruling should be celebrated.
1: This is a common sense decision. It reaffirms the right that's inherent and explicit in our Constitution.
3: The state of Maryland has two weeks to request a rehearing. Saying he's disappointed, Governor Wes Moore says his administration is looking at all options and reviewing the ruling. Dick WTOP News.
1: WTOP at 205. Thankful for your donations. A local food bank on the increased need it sees in one particular community right now.
5: Volunteers and staffers load up food for distribution at Mana Food Center's warehouse in Gaithersburg. Mana CEO Jackie DiCarlo says with the end of many pandemic-era benefits, more families need food assistance each month from nonprofits like hers. We've been seeing in the 5,000s every month, whereas at the height of the pandemic, we were more in the 4,000s. The pressure from high prices is being felt at every economic level. Donations, food, and financial are down a bit, she says. And we're just hoping that people who we understand are feeling constrained with their own food bills and such we will dig a little bit deeper um, for those who really are very vulnerable. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
1: WTOP News time now 206 on your Wednesday morning. The cost of living in our region can make it tough for some to make ends meet. Now there's a new pilot program locally in Prince George's County helping some families get a financial boost.
0: This program is really about supporting people and their personal dignity. Tonya Wellens, president and CEO of the Greater Washington Community Foundation, said the launch of Thrive Prince George's is about helping bridge a gap in income for families. If you are um, sort of um, barely making ends meet, it is
5: absolutely impossible to to make good decisions.
4: The public-private partnership will
0: provide monthly payments of $800 to 50 young adults ages 18 to 24 who are aging out of foster care, as well as to more than 125 seniors ages 60 and up. The payments will run for two years and they will have support of several local nonprofits. It's not just handing out a cash and leaving them to their own. Applications are expected to open in December and the first payment should arrive early next year. Valerie Bonk to be a T.O.P. News.
1: This month's election in the state of Virginia was extremely close and unpredictable. It eventually decided the Democrats would gain the General Assembly in Richmond. But there was one person who apparently predicted it with 100% accuracy. And this morning, WTOP's Nikki Nelly tells us he is a college student. For Chaz Nuttycomb, a 24-year-old Virginia Tech senior, predicting state legislative races has become his whole life.
7: I've been doing this for six years, and the first three, it started out as a hobby. The last three years, I've seen it as a potential career.
1: And that's his plan when he graduates, to continue on with the work he started as a state politics expert through his website, C-Analysis. Nutty Comb just had his best election yet, predicting the winners in all 140 seats in Virginia's recent election.
7: We calculated how all these districts voted going all the way back for the last four years. It was extremely
1: close and hard to predict as Democrats came out ahead by the narrowest of margins, now holding just a one-seat majority in both the Senate and House of Delegates. Nick Iinelli, WTOP News.
3: Your car donation to Vehicles for Change is worth way more than just a tax deduction. Vehicles for Change repairs and provides cars to worthy families so they may gain and maintain a job. Most of our recipients are single mothers with small children it is virtually impossible for them to navigate life without a car. In addition, we train individuals returning from prison to be auto mechanics. If you have a car to donate, please donate to Vehicles for Change. At VehiclesForChange.org, your car will be transformational for a local family.
1: Good Wednesday morning, November 22nd. Thanks for starting the early middle of your week here. Time now is 2.08 on WTOV. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic
8: and weather on the gates and when it breaks, let's check in this morning with Rich Hunter and the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, last check, still at the closure, MacArthur Boulevard and Bethesda between Walhonding Road and the ent- entrance to the Clara Barton Parkway. Uh, as a result of wires down, have not heard yet that that has been cleared. So for now, if you're headed that way, either inbound or outbound, definitely give yourself some extra time. The Clara Barton Parkway itself, that was open in both directions, so that's a pretty decent alternate. Now, if you're traveling elsewhere, Mellon, as of late, no issues. 270 south from Frederick down the both loops to the Beltway. Both I-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, free and clear, headed south toward the Beltway. Parkway was also moving well inside the Beltway, headed down toward the district. In the district itself, uh, at one point had an issue with high standing water in the intersection of Canal Road and Arizona Avenue. Also, a closure of South Capitol Street in both directions near Malcolm X Avenue. That also due to flooding. As of late, no major issues reported along DC 295 or I-295 headed into town. Uh, Suitland Parkway looks good headed into the district. No issues on the freeway, both 395 and 695 in good shape so far. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go all electric at Fitzmall.com. Rich Hunter, WTOB
0: Traffic. The good news is the heavy rain is out of here. Maybe a few showers or two, but the heavy rain is out of here. The fog is left. The winds have come down. Temperatures, 40s and 50s. Watch out for the potting on the roads. Watch out for down trees. We're going to be dealing with that through the morning. The good news is as we get into your Wednesday, temperatures back in the upper 50s, mostly cloudy skies, but mainly dry, maybe a little bit of drizzle. Thanksgiving looks great. A little breezy in the morning, but mid-50s and plenty of sun. Black Friday dries well. Low 50. am WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts.
1: Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at 10 and 40 on WTOP.
4: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Even amid high inflation, Americans making six figures have kept on shopping and helped keep the economy out of a recession, but there are signs of a slowdown. Data from Bloomberg's second measure shows people earning more than 100 grand a year are curtailing spending on items ranging from apparel to jewelry to electronics. The median sales at 30 retailers catering to higher income shoppers reflects a 14% drop in the just finished quarter. Veterans who are behind on their mortgage payments may catch a break. The Department of Veterans Affairs is asking mortgage servicers to stop foreclosing on vets through May of next year. That would give the government time to roll out the new program it announced last month. 4,000 vets across the country have been foreclosed on so far and 6,000 more are in danger of it. And in case you were planning to charge your guests, according to the American Farm Bureau Federation, the average cost to feed 10 people at Thanksgiving is $61.17, a 4.5% decrease from last year's record high average of $64. From the Bloomberg News I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP.
2: Marlow Furniture's historic Black Friday sale is happening now. Save 50% off all furniture, plus save an extra 20% off. Plus, get your choice of free delivery or 60-month special interest financing. Plus, shop incredible Marlowe DoorBusters store-wide. Sofas, 447 Recliners, $297. 5 five-piece dining groups, $497. 1000s of items in stock and ready for immediate delivery. Save 50% off, plus an extra 20% off all furniture. The historic Black Friday sale is happening now at Marlowe Furniture, with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. This is WTOP News.
1: Israel's cabinet has approved a ceasefire deal with Hamas this week that would bring a temporary halt to a devastating war that has stretched on for more than six weeks now. The Israeli government says under this deal, Hamas is to free 50 of the roughly 240 hostages it is holding right now in the Gaza Strip over a four day period, and the pauses in fighting would be extended by an additional day for every 10 hostages released. This morning, Jonathan Schanzer, vice president for research at the Foundation for Defense of Democracies, joins our Dimitri Sotis to talk about the significance of this development.
7: True. Sure, well, I think uh, this was very much expected. The Israelis have been pushing for a ceasefire from almost day one if it included the release of hostages. Uh, hostages are the top priority. We're going to see somewhere between 50 and 80 released. It appears it'll be mostly uh, women and children. uh, Men of fighting age between, let's say, 18 and 50 will likely be excluded. Maybe there'll be some injured uh, men that will be sent back, but we're not sure. Um, This has been done through the offices of the Qatari government, which, of course, is somewhat odd because the Qataris are sponsors of Hamas. They are financial patrons, and they've allowed Hamas to maintain a uh, headquarters in Qatar. So uh, the optics of it are a bit strange, but uh, a deal is imminent. There will likely be somewhere between four and seven days of quiet. That, of course, does not preclude Hezbollah, the Houthis, or other groups uh, from waging war. So it remains to be seen how quiet the Middle East will be after Gaza goes quiet.
9: From your understanding of this, would Israel have ever agreed to such a deal without some confirmation that the hostages are still alive? And I asked because it wasn't just men, fairly young men taken. There were older people, babies, uh, people that do not do well, uh, if I could put it that way, as as blunt as it is, in captivity?
7: Look, I, I think the Israelis have um, had signs of life, whether it's been um, gleaned from their own intelligence or whether it's been provided to them by Hamas or Qatar or maybe even other intelligence agencies. I think they know who they wanted they were able to identify their top priorities in terms of folks that they wanted to have returned home. I am sure, though, that there are hostages that have died in custody, either on the attack of ten seven or the days subsequent to that. Uh, and, of course, that is something that the Israelis are going to have to grapple with uh, at whatever point Hamas either releases that information. There was actually one announcement today by Hamas that one of the hostages died in captivity I think the number of, you know, of hostages, you know, it's been listed as 240. I think that number will be revised downward after this exchange takes place. I think the Israelis will begin likely to begin to break the bad news to the public and it will be devastating.
9: In our final few seconds, there's no way to 100 percent know for sure. But could you see Hamas taking the deal further? That is after 50 are released for additional hours of peace and no fighting that they would let 10 more people go per day.
7: Yeah, we've seen actually that up to 80 is on the table right now. So we could see seven days of a ceasefire. That is quite possible. Uh, but I think anything beyond those 80 is hard to imagine. And I do believe that the Israelis are eager to get back to the business of finishing this fight.
1: Foundation for Defense of Democracy, senior vice president for research, That's Jonathan Schanzer in a conversation with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look at the top stories we're following. Israel approves a hostage release deal recapping with Hamas. The deal would release a set number of hostages in exchange for Israel halting fighting for an extended period. Guns' rights advocates cheering this morning in Maryland after a major decision from an appeals court. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Here's your Jill on money question
2: of
5: the day. Paul from New England asks, I heard you mention on a recent show that it's a bad idea for a relative to add you to the deed of their house. What can be done to correct this after the fact? Years ago, my mother, who is still alive added me to the deed of her house well paul since your mom is still alive i'm pretty sure that it can be fixed it's just a question of whether or not there is some sort of tax event the best thing you can do is find a qualified estate attorney to help you navigate the process keyword qualified
2: have a question go to (laughs) jillonmoney.com
5: hello
3: man where are you i thought you were coming i can't I'm in bed with the flu. (laughs) The flu? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Camera's about to crowd, sir. Man, I'll call you back. Don't get stuck at home with the flu. A flu shot is safe, effective, and you can get it at the same time as your COVID-19 vaccine. A flu shot is the best way to prevent the flu and its potentially serious complications. Don't get flu FOMO. Learn more at GetMyFluShot.org. Brought to
4: you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council.
1: Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks on WTOP. All
8: right, authorities checking for a new crash reported to be northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway between Powder Road and 197 in Laurel. Again, be aware, police and fire responding from both Prince George's County and from Anne Arundel County. So check your mirrors on the parkway headed that way. Again, reported to be northbound in the area of 197. Now, if you're traveling on I-95, still in good shape between the two beltways. No issues as of late 270 south from Frederick down toward the Capitol Beltway. Uh, still waiting on word whether or not MacArthur Boulevard's been reopened. That's been closed uh, since yesterday afternoon around the 1 o'clock hour. MacArthur Boulevard between Walhunting Road and Clara Barton Parkway still shut down as a result of downed wires. Out in Frederick County, a stretch of Point of Rocks Road, right? it's Maryland 464. Was closed each way in the area of Olive School Road. That also due to downed wires. Now, good news that the Bay Bridge, as of late, it's a pretty quiet. Ride in both directions. Got three lanes east. Uh, uh, should say three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound. No delay in either direction, and no restrictions. Also in good shape on 301 uh, between Charles County and King George County, Virginia. And the nice Middleton Bridge traffic flowing freely in both directions there as well. Uh, folks coming out of Southern Maryland on Route 4 are in good shape so far from Calvert into Anne Arundel uh, through, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, through Prince George's County as you join Pennsylvania Avenue headed up toward the Capitol Beltway. As of late in Virginia, both 95 and 395 are incident delay-free, 66 between Haymarket and Roslyn, also moving well early. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic.
0: Please be careful driving around. We've got a lot of wet roads and a lot of flooded, ponded roads out there, as well as downed trees. The heaviest rain out of here may be a few little showers, but mostly dry. Plenty of clouds and plenty of fog. Plenty of clouds continue. Temperatures back into the upper 50s, maybe a little drizzle. Breezy by the afternoon and evening. As we get to Thanksgiving, chilling in the morning, temperatures in the 40s, but we'll be in the mid-50s by the afternoon. Plenty of sunshine on Thursday. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts.
9: Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. This Veterans Month, we honor and thank the more than 18 million living veterans for their bravery, resilience, and sacrifice in the line of duty. It's essential to take a moment to reflect on the unwavering commitment of those who have worn the uniform. Did you know that most veterans have earned benefits and services from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, health care, disability compensation, pension, education, job training, home loans, life insurance, burial benefits, and more. Thank a veteran this Veterans Month, but also make sure they aren't missing out on the great benefits available to them. To learn more, Visit va.gov or call 1-800-MY-VA-411. I'm Mike Richman. Right
5: You're with WTOP van Dean Lane.
3: In the heart of our city, there are children and families who face enormous challenges. They live in neighborhoods that have been impacted by years of disinvestment and barriers to their success. But there is hope. Horton's Kids is a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering children and families living in D.C.'s most under-resourced communities. We serve 600 children and families living in Southeast D.C. to help them overcome obstacles and thrive. But we can't do it alone. We need your support to continue providing vital resources like tutoring and mentoring nutritious meals and enrichment programming to these deserving children imagine the possibilities by investing in hortons kids you're investing in the future of our community and giving children and their families a chance to achieve their dreams so please join us visit hortonskids.org today to learn more about our programs volunteer or make a donation together we can transform lives one smile is great
1: But one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. A smile has a secret power that most people don't know about. A smile multiplies. It spreads from one person to the
3: next, stretching across entire groups of people. Smile Train knows this and is proud to be creating a wave of smiles across the cleft lip and palate community in over 70 countries. Patients
1: doctors, advocates, fundraisers collectively our
3: smiles are a celebration of the transformed lives of over 1.5 million children learn how smile train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org/learn
1: smile train changing the world one smile at a time
2: this is WTOP News. A
1: woman has been sentenced after pleading guilty in the case of a boy found dead in a suitcase in Indiana.
3: A Louisiana woman faces 25 years in prison for her involvement in the death of a 5-year-old Atlanta boy whose body was found last year in a suitcase in rural southern Indiana. Don Elaine Coleman from Shreveport pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit murder in connection with Cairo Amar Jordan's death. His body was found in a wooded area about 35 miles northwest of Louisville, Kentucky, in April 2022. An autopsy found that he died from vomiting and diarrhea that led to dehydration. His mother, a suspect in the case, remains at large. i Norman Hall.
1: Here at home, a local Montgomery County high school principal is wrapping up a 30-year career, the second to leave mid-year.
5: Mark Cohen, Seneca Valley high school principal, has led the school for nearly 14 years, but he's leaving at the end of the month. He's got 30 years in education.
3: The plan all along was to retire at the end of the school year. It's, it's always a little messy when you leave in the middle of the year, but it happens all the time.
5: But Cohen is the second county high school principal to announce he's leaving. The Clarksburg high school principal is retiring effective January 1st. Do the mid-year departures signal a problem? Cohen says he can't speak for others, but that he got a great opportunity.
3: I started looking at different options and different 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 consulting firms. I've, I've, I've done some, a fair amount of that work over the years uh, through a national organization. And one of them matched.
5: In Germantown, Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
1: You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55.
2: Powered by Red River, technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
3: After scoring just 40 points in a loss last weekend at Villanova, Maryland men's hoops rebounding nicely, putting up 92 points. Terps beating UMBC 92-68 in College Park. Win snaps a three-game losing skid for Maryland, who hosts South Alabama on Saturday. NBA wild score. It was Indiana knocking off the Atlanta Hawks 157-152 in regulation Wizards had Charlotte on Wednesday night as they have uh, lost 6 in a row Commanders 4 and 7 record they visit Dallas on Thanksgiving Coach Ron Rivera mood is upbeat even though they lost to the Giants on Sunday I think it's been pretty good you know um, like I said yesterday uh for the most part the guys came in and 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 were you know really uh you know steady really focused in on getting ready for uh, for Dallas so you know feel pretty good about them and i think they had a good day today brought some energy out of, at uh, at Walker kickoff 4:30